If you need to do something to feel okay to drive, you're not okay to drive. Don't drive buzzed. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining the Anna Lindsay Show, where I am here giving you lifestyle. Yes, and today I have a special guest, but I do want to thank you for tuning in here on Mondays, 7, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time with Clark TV Network. Guess what, guys? Today, I have a special guest. This lady is so dear to me, and I am super excited that she decided to come and join me on my show today. Her name is Miss Dawn Simone. Thank you, Dawn. Thank, thank you. you thank you. I am so happy that you're here. Thank you for having me. The audience do not know you, but I know you. I know you as a really good friend. Thank you. And I really appreciate all that you've done and just being a part of our lives as a friend. Also, I know you as an educator. Yes. Yes. And, and I tell you guys, if your child has the privilege of being in her presence and being under her as a student, they are getting a gift. And I, it's just amazing. And I echo everyone else who has interacted with her and who does know her. Now, I don't only know you as an educator, mm -hmm. I also know you as a music artist. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. She is. She you is. No, really, I, I was able to, to sit and listen to you sing, and I was like, wow, I did not know that Dawn sang <laughs> like this. I didn't know that you could sing. Oh. I mean, this is not just sing. This is sing. Jeez. Oh gosh! Oh my goodness! You are too. <laughs> you are too kind. It was. It was amazing. I wish we had time to to go into that, but maybe next time. Maybe next time. Come on, show us okay. the phone for us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, Don, it has been again a, just a pleasure, just to to have you come and join me. Uh, we did a workshop together. Mm -hmm. uh, was it last year? About last a year, year ago. Yeah, it was a year ago. You joined me with my model my AL model workshop where we do a lot of mentoring uh, young ladies and uh, personal development mm -hmm. and also building self-esteem. We have stations set up for etiquettes and and just different topics. That, that was amazing mm -hmm. too. It mm -hmm. was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You were my guest speaker. Well, one of my guest speakers and you covered the topic public speaking. Yes. Guys, we were blown away. She did, you did an excerpt. I don't, I'm not sure where you, re, you got it from, but you did an excerpt of uh, Obama, right? Michelle Obama mm -hmm. in encouraging the girls to, to use their frame and, and speak like Michelle Obama. Yes. Tell me, I mean, let, you were, you're gonna say it better than me. What did you do? So we, in our community, we look at Michelle Obama as an influencer, a role model, someone we aspire to be like in some way, form or fashion. And Michelle Obama always tell us when they go low, we go high. So sometimes when we get in front of people, we shy out or our teens and our young ladies seem to not be able to speak or to lose their voice. And not just in the aspect of when someone is mean to you or when they're a bully but when you stand before people you can't go low you have to go high so you cannot say I'm here today you have to let your inner Michelle Obama come out yes and she speaks with authority yes she speaks with confidence and she speaks knowing that she knows 
who she is and what she's talking about. She made it to the White House. <laughs> she yes. made it to to uh, being the first lady and governing the whole United States of America. Yes. That is a task. It in is. Itself. And it then, is. and I tell you, she did with so much grace and so much, you know, elegance and uh, pride and leadership. We we love Michelle. We, we love miss her. Obama. Uh, yes, yes, we do. She's first our lady. Person. Yes. Yes. And you did. Those young ladies, I was just mesmerized. And I'm hoping that the audience uh, will be able to go back and see some of our highlights that we, we did do on that workshop. Yes. We have another workshop coming up. I'm excited about that one. I'm so excited. July 29th? July 29th. Yes. Yes. It's on a Saturday. We have another workshop and we'll give you more information about that. You can find it there on social media. But, you know, uh, Don has always been, since I've known her, just we, we've gelled and become my right hand sister, we can do it, lady. <laughs> so, yes, I mean, I tell you, a friendship with you is just one to cherish. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, you're born, the Miss Don is born and raised in Houston, Texas. Yes, right. Yes. In Houston, Texas. You attended Forest Brook. Yes. High school mm -hmm. and Texas Central University and has a BA in English. Yes. Okay. You're married to Eddie Simmons, yes. Mr. Eddie. <laughs> Eddie Simmons Jr. Yes. Let's get that in there. Yes. You know, his mom said when I married him, I married uh his her her husband um got a daughter and another wife. Uh -oh. Because I'm like, okay, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, Papa. Come on, let's do this. So she always jokes. She's like, he got a daughter-in-law and another wife. Oh, <laughs> how sweet, how sweet. And we, you know, Miss Soraya. Yes, we love Soraya. And it's my girl. Yes. You're active in the community, uh, church, and is a firm believer in reaching while teaching her students. Mm -hmm. Prior, uh, you became you, prior to become an educator. You worked as a case manager, yeah. adoption worker, a case manager supervisor for the Child Protective Services for the state of Texas, and you believe in uh, protecting the unprotected. Yes, yes, we'll go more into that. Yes, now she's uh, reaching and teaching students. Uh, as an as an educator in the public school system. Yes. What grade do you teach? I teach sixth grade reading in Dickinson, Texas. Okay. Dickinson ISD. I love being an educator in Dickinson. Yes. That, yeah. And be prior to this, the this Dutch school. Well, you were where were you before? Well, I was at uh, Dunbar Middle School here in Dunbar. Dickinson, mm -hmm. and next year Dickinson is opening a new school, mm -hmm. Dickinson Junior High. So I'll be at Dickinson Junior High teaching reading. Teaching reading, yes, yeah, sixth grade still. Sixth grade. Okay, great, great. That's that's a that's an age. Ooh, it's an age. That's an age. Yeah, yeah. But you love it though. I love it. I do love it because sixth grade, you get to see those kids. They kind of mature. They start to get a little. Um, gain a little independence, but they're still babies. Also, they still they still love on you, let you love on them. But they're also learning. Okay, I'm growing up a little bit. Um, I'm getting a little older. I'm a tween now, and so those are the things that I love about. You know, you have the best of both worlds with sixth grade. They're that transition, yeah. and that sixth graders, I would think that, like you said, is it's that little 
I won't say awkward, but that transitional yes. is like where you can be a big influence emotionally. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely emotionally, mm -hmm. mentally, even uh, some of them physically, um, as well as educationally, because they go through a lot of changes around that. 11 12 year old age Puberty. i just had to think about that <laughs> yes it's that age and you it's different from having just your kid in the house or your kids you have a hundred uh -huh. at least a hundred that belong to you during the span of a day so you have your highs and lows throughout the day but you're still that mama bear while you're in that classroom because those are your babies now i love watching you guys go and check out her uh <laughs> tiktoks she is not just the average uh educator in the classrooms you like to bring real life and get to their level dancing singing really creative ways to educate yes because i i feel like um when it gets when it's when it comes to educating a child especially at that age you have to sometimes meet them where they are um it's not like when i was in school my teacher taught we learned we had fun outside on the playground but we don't have recess at this fifth sixth grade age we have our classroom so our classroom has to become our home while we're at school it's their safe place so i'm rapping i'm singing yes, i'm dancing Yes, we have brain breaks. Yeah. We have fun. And so a lot of that is on my TikTok and it's um, Don underscore 1845. Check it out, guys. And I, I love it. I will take our lesson and wrap it out, sing it out, clap it out, whatever it takes to get them to that, that light bulb going off, that epiphany. That's what I want to see. Mm -hmm. I want to see that. I want to see growth in them. And you do see. I well, see it. Yeah. What, I mean, I'm not sure if you can, you can. You know, sum it up, but what are their numbers? I mean, as far as your, your students, you pretty much 100% graduate, but um, to the next level? All of my students did this school year, all of my sixth graders are seventh graders now. Okay. Um, I saw growth in them. I start off with them initially, I tell them from this grade level to the next, from this test, from test one to test two, from last year's STAR test, which is our state test in Texas to this year's test i want to see one point okay one point is growth yes it is that's what yes, we're aiming for yes. and if you um get to the point to where you're stuck meet me before school meet me after school meet me during lunch whatever we have to do to get you there and um i, I start off though by building a relationship with them that makes sense yeah because it's relationship before content is my thing um it's hard for me to teach it break down those walls that some students have walls built up as it relates to education. And if you don't have a relationship with them, sometimes it's very hard to get that content across. And, and with those walls, what are some of those walls that you, you know, you can have encounter? Is it just feeling inferior, you know, the home dynamics, um, it can be, pressure? Yes, it can be some of anything. I've had students that, um, and want to be a part of a clique mm -hmm. so if this one student is having that rough day with the teacher they may kind of join in or um i've had if they've had a situation where 
they just did not get along with the teacher. It could have been on their end or sometimes as educators, we have bad days. Yeah. I've had them. I've been there. You know, um, it could be that um, they need that extra help and don't know how to ask for it or um, parents are doing what they have to do to make ends meet and they may not necessarily have as much help as they could, you know, take in because when we grew up, we had a village. We, our parents, our grandparents, they believed in a village raising a child. Yes. I think we have to kind of get back to that yeah, village um, aspect, that village mentality. And so I think that would help us out a lot, but I do see that um, it could be little things. There may be a need with the student, or it could be if the student, I don't have any more books at home to read. Oh, I have 10 bookshelves in here. Take what you want, you know, but you have to get to know that student so the student can open up, yeah. talk to you. And I kind of use a few minutes throughout each day to just have time with my, my kids. Really? How do yeah. you do that? And what gives give an incident of what uh, your time with your kids look like in the classroom? Okay, so they come in and we start off if I, I have what they need already up. I'm telling them what they need. I don't have a, I don't have an opportunity in my class for students to not have paper, not have pencils, and even if they need a snack, I have it. Wow. So they can get what they need to start um, the class um, time. Mm -hmm. And we can start through our warm up, and I'm teaching, and I can, I feel that the students are not right there with me. Everybody put everything down. Let's stand up. I may turn on some Whitney Houston. Wait, We're Houston. gonna Whitney Houston. Everyone, every student that I've taught can belt out, I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> That's our song. We're gonna dance. We're gonna sing. We're gonna loosen up. And then we're gonna get back to it. Because sometimes we we may just need a minute. Yes. Well, it, it, fortunately, you will allow that. And I'm hoping that it hoping that others teachers will adopt the same mm -hmm. just so that they can have a better experience in the classroom yeah. and i know uh that you what you do has been very beneficial because you have been asked several times to to um teach others yes teachers I do. or or tell me about I do some model lessons models. there you go and, yeah, PDs, and so next, actually next week, I'll be doing um, some uh, model lessons for Texas A&M. They have a, a literacy program um, uh, that Texas A&M has. Uh, Dr. K, she's wonderful at Texas A&M. She's um, come up with this cat reading strategy, and so I'll be doing some model lessons next week for teachers for that. Um, sometimes they come into my classroom. Yes. And a lot of times it's just a lot. Being yourself in the classroom and you sometimes, I'll be honest, I have to get away from my lesson plan a little bit just so the kids can be at home. For that time that they're with me, um, I'm going to treat them like I would want my kid to be treated. And I'm going to give them whatever I have and that I could give them to get them to the next level. How do you do that? Because I hear often teachers, and you know the numbers of teacher and uh, enrolling and 
leaving the school system. How do you do it? I mean, you're you're too, you're not able to select what kids come in your class. No. So you get different. You get the same experience that mm -hmm. other teachers get. How do you get it to where it, we just heard the way you have groomed it to make it fun and make it engaging? You take the one-on-one -on -one, uh, time out. But how does that start? When does that start? Early on relationship, I understand. But do you do you uh, have any advice for any other teachers? I would say to definitely glean on your older teachers or your veteran teachers that have been there. Okay. But one thing that I had to do is I had to realize that teaching is also my ministry. Okay. It's my heart's work. And I know that um, it's service. And one thing that I stand on, I cannot remember who quoted this, I heard this, not read in a book years back, that service is the rent you pay for life. Okay. So if you're always serving, your rent is already paid for. And the more you serve, uh, just think about where you live. The more you serve or the more you pay, it seems like the more you pay, the better your living environment is, right? Okay. So I wouldn't think to have a one-bedroom home that's 700 square feet and I'm paying a thousand dollar mortgage in that place over 30 years right that doesn't my my rent and my the way I live aren't they they're they aren't meeting up so the more I serve the more I give the more I allow it to come from my heart that's where on the back end I see my blessings yes. and it doesn't have to necessarily be with me it can be with my child with my husband, yes. with the people in my village. Um, so I make sure that it's coming from my heart, even on a bad day, even on those days where I've had a student stand square in my face and tell me, I hate you, I hate reading, I hate this class, and I hate everything about coming in your classroom every day. When I got his test scores in at the end of the school year, uh -huh. he mastered the star test. Wow. I didn't give up on him yes. just because he said he hated me. Okay. I had to realize that he was also a human yes he needed love from me just like any other student and just because he said i hate you i couldn't take that out of him because i have a responsibility to his education wow that's I'm responsible for him that's profound that's yeah. profound and i know it's challenging and you know the subject can go on and on reading in itself is a subject you know you have some of those subjects that are like um Art, you know, or language, or or even something. math. Math, they're they're reading is challenging. Yes, because things change in reading. When you read, um, like Shakespeare, Romeo and Juliet, it's a tragedy. My husband's like, no, it's a love story. No, it is a tragic story. Shakespeare, Romeo and Juliet is a tragedy. No, it's a wonderful love story. She loves so much that she and so, but we 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 went on and on for about twenty minutes. <laughs> but one plus one is two. Okay. Two plus two is four. Okay. No, if two no plus plays. three is five, three plus two is five. If you put the three first or the two first, it's gonna be five. <laughs> but you That's can right. read something. Uh -huh and love it and i can read it and hate it and then there's always a gray area what really what did the uh, author okay well we are going into a commercial break still tune in stay with us commercial break 
There are 16 million children struggling with hunger in America. That's one in five daughters, sons, neighbors, and classmates who don't know where their next meal is coming from. Yet billions of pounds of good food go to waste every year. It's time we do something about it. Feeding America is a nationwide network of food banks that helps provide meals to millions of kids and families in need. Visit feedingamerica.org to help them feed even more. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. We are back from our commercial break. Thank you again for joining the Anna Lindsay Show with Park TV Network. Again, I am here with my good friend, Don Simone, who I love dearly. Again, thank you, Don. We've just been talking. Don has, uh, she is a wealth of information. She is a strong community leader and also strong educator uh, in the classroom and in the school districts with, uh, I know that you're gonna, she, you're, she's gonna be starting uh, a, a session there at A&M. Mm -hmm. Texas? Texas A&M. Yeah. Texas A&M. Get it together. Texas A&M. Yes. What are you going to be doing there? I am going to model lessons, um, reading lessons to um, teachers who are trying to learn the strategy that was started by Dr. K at Texas A&M a few years back. Okay. Do you enjoy doing that? I do. I love it. Is it you'll have a classroom that you will facilitate? Um, actually, because uh, my daughter has a volleyball tournament in Florida. Uh -huh. I'll be on, it'll be on Zoom. It'll be on Zoom. Yeah. Still, still great. So yes. it's still great to be chosen. Mm -hmm. That means that, that means that you are, you know what you're talking about. You're, you get results and it's recognized. Yes. And I'm so happy for you uh, for that. Thank you. I am. I'm, I'm really excited because again, as we were talking about reading, reading is not an easy subject. Right. And you find sixth graders sometimes in, on what third? second grade level reading yeah. yeah I have seen that and I have seen it sometimes because they weren't taught sometimes because they moved around but sometimes they just need that little push and that little help mm -hmm. and so um it's very imperative that at home kids are reading regardless of age I still make Soraya is 14 going into ninth grade hey have you read for 30 minutes today at least 30 minutes, sit down, read with them. And it's not even about with the younger kids. It's not about them reading to you. You're reading to them 15, 20 minutes. Okay. It helps a lot. Wow. Just getting them, you know, in, introduced. And if you could get them involved in some early enrichment programs, because when I was young, I went to pre-K. That's not a, an automatic thing anymore. You have to qualify in some area That's true. so That's you true. don't get that jump start on um, any type of education. So any type of enrichment program, any type of literacy program, any type of um, early childhood in, um, education program would really help jump start that um, and just reiterating how important education is uh -huh. that helps a lot mm -hmm. because regardless if your child wants to go to college or wants to go to a technical program there are a lot of things that um, they can do but they have to have that foundation and that um that support even if it comes from the village yes because I was raised by my grandparents so yes. That was my a part of my village and the church family and your neighbors mm -hmm. so like now um 
my niece, when she graduated from high school in Dickinson a few years back, she graduated as a pharmacy tech. Oh, okay. And went right to Walgreens with a job. Yes. Right now, they have a group of kids that just graduated that are um, apprentices at um, the car dealerships and welding and all of those different things. But in order to do all of those things, you have to have, you know, you have to have some type of literacy skills. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and feel the con and, and have confidence with it. Yeah, because I, you know, you find that if they do not have confidence on that in reading, the interest you you lose interest if you mm -hmm. can't comprehend what what you're what reading. reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking speaking of that, tell me what's your what what do you, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Oh, in the next five years, I see myself either. I'm kind of torn right now, honestly. Um, dyslexia has kind of been calling my name. Okay. So I'm um, dyslexia trained through, well, I'm trained in a program called Reading by Design through Region 4, but um, I also could possibly see myself going back to school to get not only a master's, but a, a PhD in, yes. um, in literacy. Yes. So I'm thinking about that. Dr. K, and there's a wonderful lady named Ashley Stack, they have been so influential without even knowing it. Okay. Um, Dr. K is over the uh, doctorate, doctoral program at um, Texas A&M, and Ashley was a person that I met when she came to teach us how to use this program in our school district. And so that has five years, maybe outside of the classroom, helping um, on a community level on a community level I was going to say no telling where that's going to go yeah because you're just so rich you know you're so rich in a lot especially in the classroom and like you said the community yeah so what was your greatest if you can name one what is your greatest joy in a classroom or one memory that you have my greatest joy in the classroom is seeing the light bulb like when they have that epiphany when that that moment of truth, when they finally get it, that's it. That's it. Because I, there's one thing you know. We both have very gifted children, very yes. smart, we very do. very all A students, mm -hmm. you know. But they're also I also love when those students they get it. When it's like, oh my God, I get it. I got you know that moment for me is amazing my heart melts and we're jumping up and down we're having a party i think those are my like when they get it yeah when they, that, that, when they get it. yeah that is exciting tell me who is your biggest influencer in life my biggest influence as it relates to education just or our life i mean just like throughout your personal life that's yeah. throughout my personal life I would have to say I think you said um, too sorry <laughs> my grandparents were very 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 influential as a young child if I said um you know hey I want to be um I, my I always thought I wanted to be an attorney okay and so early on they started buying me books and the encyclopedias I don't know if you remember when they would come door to door yes I do we bought those that. So making sure they always made sure that I knew um, uh, God first, other second, selfless. And it didn't mean that I didn't matter. It meant that God is the head of everything, right? That's right. 
other second meant that's what put that serving in motion for me. Okay. And if I committed myself to God, serve his people, he was always going to take care of me. Serve his people in the capacity that he called me to serve. Right. Now, I, I'm not saying that I should go and be the, I, I can be the best IT person in the world. That's not me. I can't serve you in that capacity, you know, but to serve in the area that I'm called to serve in. As it relates to education, there's a lady named Lucille Du. She was my English teacher, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th grade. Okay. And she was my um, senior college counselor. I mean, she wasn't a counselor. She was my advisor. And um, she was very, very instrumental. She pushed me when I didn't want to be pushed. Mm -hmm. She supported me when I didn't know I needed to be supported. And she was a phenomenal teacher. Like, she was amazing. And she was my academic decathlon coach as well. I remember, um, it's it's funny. Um, She actually, she passed away about two years ago. um, We stayed in contact. I remember high school spending the night at her house. Okay. We had a conference out of town. It was the Texas Association of Future Educators. And I was like, why am I in this? I'm not going to be a teacher. She said, you need to stay in it. You're going to stay in it. And I was like, okay, you know, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, so yes, we went, yes. I went to this conference and I was I, wealth of knowledge. I think it was at uh, UT, if I'm not mistaken, in Austin, University of Texas. And I still, I, when I became a teacher, I called her. I was like, Miss Dill. <laughs> and I said, and I was, I started off actually, I accepted a math job. And then I asked the math teacher, I said, hey, you want to switch with me? And she's like, sure. And so that's how I became a reading teacher. I asked her to switch and she said, yes. And um, I always stayed in contact with her. She, great teacher. It was funny. She was a teacher for us group all four years. And then when I got to Texas Southern, she I started in the summer program the summer before my freshman um, first semester, the fall semester. And I walked in and she was saying, I'm like, what are you doing here? So it was like we couldn't break ties with each other. Wow. And I do kind of check in with her. Uh, she has two children, a boy, and a, a son and a daughter. And they're adults, not boy and girl. But, uh, she was so, so so influential throughout my entire um teen and young adulthood and life yeah yeah i'm glad you mentioned her i mean it's important to give back to you know in a recognition of people who have been there for you Mm -hmm. and took time and into and really been a meaningful part of your life so i'm glad you shared it i made sure i was i'm happy that she knew how important she was to my life good you know good it's still even so now still now yeah she is She's wonderful. And outside of that, my, you know, my grandparents, my godparents, my mom, they, they've all taught me, you know, make you who you are. Yes, yeah. made me who I am today. Yeah. And I'm grateful. Yes, yes, I, I agree. I remember mine, uh, business, she was a business uh, uh, t- t- teacher there. I guess I was probably what, we had a seventh to eighth grade. Mm-hmm. That's when we, we were able to take some extracurricular courses. And it was Miss Berry from from uh, St. Louis, Missouri. She did the same thing for me, and 
I'm not sure where she is, but Miss Berry, thank you so much. <laughs> Y'all help us find Miss Berry. Okay. Barry, thank you so much. Thank Social so media much. is undefeated. <laughs> Social media, what do you remember Miss Berry's name? First name? No, that's one. We're gonna find Miss Berry. <laughs> We're going to find Ms. Berry from St. Louis, Missouri. Y'all help us out. She's an educator at West Junior High School in Columbia, Missouri. We're yes. going to find her. She took me, to, like like yours, um, she took me to her house mm -hmm. um, there in St. Louis and just really just, we didn't talk about school or anything, but just mentor me and just as a, as a person, it took interest in my life. Yeah. And, you know, I... I know I'm part of who I am today because of Miss Berry. Yeah. So we, I get it. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. And on the on the other side of that, if you were to travel anywhere in the world where that you haven't been, where would it? Where would you want to be? Oh my gosh, be? I do want to go to Africa, South oh, Africa, okay. uh, Johannesburg. Okay. You know, I would love, love, love. Even not just South Africa, I, I want to visit Africa. Yeah. Um, the year COVID, we planned to go that year, but of course mm -hmm. we didn't go. But I would love to see um that would be more of an educational trip for me. Okay. Um, but Bali. Bali, yeah. Yes, Dubai. Yeah. Dubai is on my within the next two years, girls' trip. Yeah. Yes, that's why I want to go. And it's many time for you because I know you can get there. Yeah. You, you can carve in the time to get there. It's the time. <laughs> yes. Carve in the time to get there. <laughs> so yeah, Bali and Bali, South Africa, Bali, um, Dubai, and um, Japan maybe. Yeah, I, Some, I, I want to go to Japan. Japan so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that would be a great, great, but definitely, definitely. Johannesburg. Sounds good. Sounds good. So I'm going to ask one other question here about, about you and what have you learned recently about yourself? Oh, I learned that, um, I learned that the best thing to do, um, is to hold myself accountable. Okay. And, and I've learned that it's not as hard as you, I thought it was to apologize to people. Yeah, to people in general. Yes, that, was that yeah. tough for you at one time? It was tough because I used to growing up in the area that I grew up in. I had yes, have thick skin. Okay, and um, not that it was. Looking back now, I realized, oh my gosh, this is where I grew up. But then I was like, yeah, this is my neighborhood. You know, it's still my neighborhood. You know. But um, just to, not, I don't have to, not not just apologize. And when I say apologize, even to myself. Okay. You know? Yeah, I get just that. Just to myself. I, I get it. To be, um, to let people help me. Mm. That was a, the, probably out of everything, the hardest thing I've learned, especially recently. It's okay to ask for help and it's okay to accept help. Okay. Because I... You know, being an independent, even as being married, being an independent woman was something that I'm like, I'm, you know, I got it. I can do it. I got it. I can do it, you know. Yeah. And then recently I realized, girl, you need help. Yeah, you need help. And it's refreshing to to be able to lean into that and know that you do have, you know, you don't have to do life alone. Mm -hmm. And I guess if I was to ask myself the same question, 
you know, I, I agree. You just learn. I don't have to do life my own. Yeah. I do have a team. I do have not just a working team, but I do have people who care about me yeah. and who want to be there for me yeah. in my life and be there for me. And I learned just as children need a village, adults, we need a village too. We need someone to say, okay, girl, I got that. I can do it for you. And even we, those people to say, hey, I can do that. Use me. I'm here for you. Yeah. You know, that, that was the biggest thing. I think over the last six months, especially the last probably two months, mm -hmm. but I've learned to accept help Yeah, and just say, girl, I need it. It's growth, isn't it? Yeah, it's growth. I think it is growth. It's yeah. growth. It's, it's humility. It's being able to humble yourself mm -hmm. in, a, in a way that's like, yeah, or be, I won't just say much humbling, but just be more vulnerable. Yes, vulnerable. That's it. it all, vulnerability. It's, it takes the pressure off when you're in a safe place and you can to relax. Do it. Yeah. Place to do and it. knowing that you trust those people enough mm -hmm. to, when they say they have your back mm -hmm. and they say that I can help you, that they really mean it. Yeah. And because when you look at it, even it, it ties back to education. Okay. We send our kids out. Yeah. Um, I'm sending my kid out and I'm taking kids in. I'm telling, uh, I'm saying, okay, because school is crazy right now. Yes. We have situation. I mean, we have to teach our kids. Okay. Hey, this is where you go. If they're, we sadly practice for the worst case sure. scenario. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, if parents are sending their kids to me saying, I trust you, you can do this. Mm -hmm. I have to be able to trust those people that are that close to me to say, I got you, girl. Yeah. 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 And do you find it like back in the classroom, going back to the classroom now? Because this is a, we could talk all day about this. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, education is dear to my heart as well. Uh, but you guys become family. We are family. Even, even our teachers, you know, like one of my, um, the teacher, the guy that teaches math, we were on a team together. So there are four teachers, math, reading, science, and social studies. First, the, the social studies teacher, she has another position. And the science teacher, he's going to the high school. We were all going to the junior high together. And Friday, the math teacher, no, Monday, he texted me Monday. He said, um, so they shortened my name. They say, my last name, they say Sam. He said, he said, Sam, I have to tell you something. I said, oh, Lord. Okay. He said, well, I didn't know how to tell you Friday because I was in shock for a while, but they're moving me to seventh grade. And I was like, my safe space is completely <laughs> gone. The four of us we were tough, tight group. And now, like, even they joke, they're, they're like, oh, that's your work wife. That's your work husband. Like, so close. And I'm like, it's just me. Yeah, <laughs> it's just me. I have to start this over again. I have to meet new people. I have to open up again. You know, I have to be vulnerable all over again. So I'm like, okay, here we go. Got to get a new little family because I can't get a new family. Yes, before, when I worked at CPS, I was a in my office girl. If I was at the, I'm sorry, we're gonna have to take another commercial break. Thank you for tuning into the Anna Lindsay Show. We'll see you right back on the Analyze Show in just a moment. Thank you.
Thank you. Welcome to the Anna Lizzie Show, where Thank I am you. here with my special guest, Miss Don Simone. Thank you. Thank Anna. you, Don. Thank you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Here. We you. just uh, took a small little break there, but thank you again. Thank you for having me. It's been so much fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, Don, have you? We, is there anything you want to say that we have not covered? Um, no. I just, just remember: read to your child. Read, 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 read. Oh, the closed captions. If they're watching cartoons, okay, turn the closed captions on. That, let them get familiar with those letters and those sounds. And you know, we had to get what a good rule of thumb for it so that reading is not so boring. Uh -huh. Everyone shut down and read together. Maybe one day so the older kids read to the younger kids, the younger kid reads to the older one. Mm -hmm. Get the kiddos involved into in some program. Most libraries have free programs. Right now, if you're in Dickinson, Texas, there's a summer-long program at the library. They have great incentives, mm -hmm. great prizes. They have the museum, the Houston Museum of Natural Science coming out. Um, they have all types of things and I would say love on your teachers as much as you oh. love on your kids because they are taking your place when you send your kiddo mm -hmm. off. So I think I uh, just knowing that I'm dropping my kiddo off at one school and going to another and I'm thinking, what does my kid need while I'm away from him? Yeah. So just love on those teachers and I'm not saying buy them stuff, give them stuff, you know, but just support them, be there, be their partner. Sure. Yeah, that so being partnering with your child's teacher just to get the job done, it, it helps. Love on your teacher. Love on your teacher and the way you love on your kid. Yes, yes, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I try. You do. So, you are great. <laughs> you are phenomenal. I tried. I, mm -hmm. I feel it the way you feel it. My initial major in college was education. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah, and then I switched over to nursing and, you know, the list went on. <laughs> it's like, you are an every woman. Life changes, life changes, you know, yeah. and forces changes in your life. So, yeah. So, how can someone find you if they need need your services because i know that you have done um tutoring yeah you you obviously have a wealth of resources and and know a lot about a lot of different subjects when it comes to education dyslexia you know you have i can see you know parents and and uh, grandparents and so on their families that need help mm -hmm. need you know need to know what can they do the different tests that their kids can take uh who do i go to and i know that you are a person that can give them that type of information uh, uh along with some of the other things that i hadn't mentioned and probably don't know about how can someone get a hold of you well i'm on um Instagram as D underscore educator. It's D underscore E D U G A T O R. Okay. D underscore educator. Um, Instagram, uh, that's Instagram. And TikTok, it's Don, D A W N underscore 1845. Can, can, we, can we see those dances? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, all kinds of things on there. Yes. 
And so um, I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to start um, posting story time. So I'll, I'll just read maybe a chapter out of a book and you can let your kiddo watch that and they can tell me what books they want me to read or what genre and things of that nature. And I'm going to do a video probably within the next week. You can look for that by next Friday on how your kiddos can find a just right book. Okay, tell us again because I think I cut it because I got excited. Okay, so on um, Instagram, it's D underscore educator. D underscore E D U G A T O R okay. and on TikTok, Don underscore eighteen forty five. Eighteen forty five. Don't miss that. That's story time. I I didn't know that part. Yes, I'm loving I'm that. Start that yeah. You have the perfect voice for it Thank right you. now. I know my grandchildren, my grandbabies. She can come in the room and just take command <laughs> of the room, just like she did with the uh model workshop you know it's just being able to just project and get that get that safe clear voice to anything and to a lot thank you so i really appreciate you Don. thank you thank you for joining me on my show thank you for having me i hope you have again for sure thank for you sure. well guys we just heard it from my dear friend don simone gosh a wealth of information has been given to us today. So Don, again, thank you. We want to thank the audience for watching. Thank Clark TV Network for having us and hosting the show here. Uh, again, thank you for watching the Anna Lindsay Show. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.